if you have a really strong wall, you don't put a screen door on it. Uh, you need to make sure that the controls that you're putting in place are in fact effective. Hello and welcome to Inside IT from the technology experts at Intel. In today's podcast, we look at virtualizing high security servers. Intel is a large operation, 90,000 employees and an equal number of servers. About 20% of those servers are for the office and enterprise environment. Like a lot of organizations, Intel has been virtualizing servers over time to increase utilization and efficiency and to reduce cost. But a certain percentage of the servers in Intel's office and enterprise environment are considered high security, and virtualizing them presents some specific challenges. Fundamentally, a cloud environment represents an aggregation or a combination of the risks for all of the applications and servers that it contains. That's Toby Kohlenberg, Senior Information Security Technologist for Intel. He says in an external cloud environment, the cloud provider gives certain controls to mitigate risk. In the virtual environment of the private cloud Intel was looking to roll out, IT needed to ensure both the confidentiality of the data and quality of the applications. That means a whole new set of controls. If you have a really strong wall, you don't put a screen door on it. Uh, you need to make sure that the controls that you're putting in place are in fact effective. So this is where you start looking at the quality of the applications that you're dealing with, the quality of the virtualization infrastructure, making sure that they have sufficient capabilities, making sure that their vendors are following a secure development life cycle, that they have a patch life cycle that they're committed to, uh, that they are effective at delivering a secure solution for you. Kohlenberg says that means making sure developers are committed to delivering a secure solution. He also says that mitigating the threat is only part of the answer. You then need to start looking at the issues of what you will do when a compromise occurs. And we should be clear, a compromise will occur. A compromise will always occur. Software will always have a flaw. Something will always go wrong. It always happens. This isn't a negative or pessimistic view. This is just the way the world works. And by addressing it, you are then able to take more interesting risks rather than having to worry about these. So it becomes a delicate balancing act between the business needs and risk. Intel is in the midst of a five-year redesign of security architecture. It's a flexible architecture centered around developing various zones of trust. That's the environment in which the development of the private cloud is taking place. Kohlenberg says virtualizing the high security environment first required prioritizing security needs. So what we designed was a triage methodology, uh, just a very simple process to evaluate whether something actually did need to land in the virtual environment. Applying that approach, IT created three different security buckets to prioritize security needs. The first option is that something doesn't have to be in the high security environment. It can just be placed into our general virtualized environment. This is the cheapest environment, but of course not secure for all cases. For the systems we're talking about here with high security sensitivity, Intel IT needed to establish a special high trust zone virtual environment, and that's the second bucket. This is still a fairly efficient environment, but it does cost a little bit more. And third? The much, much rarer case, the, the you could call this the 1% or the 0.1%, is the exception case where something cannot be virtualized at all simply because there are insufficient controls at this point 
to make it possible to do it securely at all. To determine the level of security for a particular area, Intel analyzes the sensitivity of the data and the criticality of function relative to the rest of the environment. It became quite a matrix. 41 specific risks were identified and ranked. Then, 24 controls were implemented in four categories, administrative, application, monitoring, and network, to detect and mitigate these risks. Moving forward, Kohlenberg says there are opportunities to fine-tune the process. We're also moving to implement not just a high trust and what we're referring to as low trust, but also sort of a moderate trust environment. And this is part of what resides in the DMZ at this point. Uh, the moderate trust would be for things where we just we want a little more protection, a little more control over them. There's also a side benefit to all this analysis necessary to develop a methodology for virtualizing high-security servers. Intel has found things like out-of-date application documentation and out-of-date escalation paths, and they were able to update data classifications in some applications. It allowed us to clean house. It allowed us to pull out some of the old things we hadn't looked at in a while and polish them off and decide whether they needed to hang around or whether they needed to be moved around. So the development of the high-trust zone architecture has allowed Intel IT to virtualize an environment and move to a private cloud some of Intel's most sensitive data and applications. The company is well on its way to virtualizing 75% of its office and enterprise applications. Kohlenberg says the way they were able to make this happen was to take a holistic approach to that environment. You have to look at the cloud infrastructure as an aggregate of all of the physical systems, all of the infrastructure capabilities, all of the software, and the virtualization layer is software as well, and it's important to understand that, as well as all of the applications that run on top of it, that you have to look at them in aggregate and you have to evaluate how you're going to secure them in aggregate. And that does it for this podcast. If you'd like more information about Intel's program of virtualizing high-security servers, you can find that and anything else you'd want to know about Intel IT at www.intel.com/it. For Inside IT, I'm Paul Lancor. Mm-hmm.